Be'ezes Hashem Yisbarech. We will continue what we are learning in the Holy Letters of the Balatanya, letter number 12. In the sheet is in Lutzchos, Rufu Shalema, Ferhinde Basta Berachel. Where we are learning this holy letter of the Balatanya, that doing the activity of tzedakah brings peace in the world and the inner dimension of tzedakah, which means activity together with enthusiasm, intelligence, emotions, and heartfelt service. When you have that type of activity, which is together with the service, then that brings a never-ending and everlasting tranquility. We're going deep into this to understand a concept that is known in Chassidus as Zivak Pnimi, a unity, an internal unity. There's an external unity, and there is an internal unity to understand the difference between Maisa. Maisa is the action alone. That's external. And then there's internal. There's chitzoyni and pnimi, external and internal. There's an internal unity that's made in this world, and there's an external unity. The most important thing in this world is for there to be unity. In a place where there's unity, the essence of God dwells, even if it's an external unity. In the beginning of all unity, that means unity between people, unity between all different energies, which means not just unity and peoples that their hearts should be in the same place, but even a unity and activity where there's a rich man and there's a poor man, there's an imbalance. What is the reason that God would allow for some type of imbalance, an imbalance of intelligence, an imbalance of emotions? And the imbalance is only made so we could be partners with the divine. The whole purpose of this world is that we could be a partner with divine, with the gods. Just like God can be compassionate, God is compassionate, so shall you be compassionate. One of the reasons that this world was created for compassion is that compassion demands a person to look up. Just like we explained yesterday, that in the nostrils, the breathing ability starts in the nose, which is you breathe from within, you breathe from down, but the breathing goes up, the breath, the energy of the life force of a person, the highest element, you have fire, water, Earth and ear, the highest element which is ear, 
A person needs to bring the breath, the oxygen, deep into his brain. And without the oxygen, there's no eyes and there's no brain. He blew into him a soul of life. The highest element goes from top to bottom. And that is God's compassion on you. You gave me an ashama. And you say, that you gave me you gave me back my soul. And the Holy Balatanya says in Holy Letter number 6 and Holy never, no, Letter number 17, 16 and multiple times throughout Tanya that the true essence of compassion is that compassion starts from within Way before you have compassion on another person is you invoke, you invoke and evoke compassion from God. And you started by the first thing when you wake up in the morning, waking up compassion, acknowledging the compassion that was given to you, that God gave you back your soul. He owes you nothing. None of us have a reason to be able to be on this earth. And the first acknowledgement that we must do when we wake up in the morning is the moida'ani. Your moida'ani is your Rosh Hashanah of the day. Every day you get a little bit of the energy of Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah is 48 hours, which is the energy of the nucleus of the day, the head of the day. which the head contains the purpose. And every single morning when a person wakes up, the first thing is the prayer of Moida'ani that we thank God. This prayer itself is invoking compassion from God, recognizing that Bechem Rabba with great compassion, you had faith in me and you gave me back my soul that I will do my mission in this world. And the beginning of that mission is acknowledgement of the creator of the world. The beginning of all compassion is not compassion on another person, but it's compassion on your own soul. It's recognizing that your soul was restored to you from day one when you were born up until today. From this very minute, your soul was restored to you in the morning and you're breathing in and out. A kol nishima v'nishima. Every single breath is a testament, is a Praise to God for his compassion. And the Holy Balatanya says in Simenta Zion, letter number 16, that every second and every moment, a person needs compassion from God to continue being alive, to begin to continue being in God's good graces, to continue being in a state that not only he should be alive, but he should be alive with enthusiasm, with zest. He shouldn't squander his life. And he asks over the in that letter, which is a direct connection, a direct, it's a necessary prerequisite to understand this letter. He asks over the year, how could a person merit to have compassion from God all the time? 
כי כולנו צריכים לרק משמיים בכל עץ. He says, it's, it's primarily through us working down here and acknowledging and recognizing that number one, we need special compassion every moment in our life. And therefore he says, Therefore, because a person needs Rachamim at every moment, because because every single second, a person needs compassion from God. You should live your life trying to wake up God's compassion on yourself by seeking out people who need compassion. And he says, whoever does this will merit to have compassion from God all the time on himself because every moment a person needs compassion. So the core of all compassion is not the way the world thinks. You have to have compassion on your children, compassion in your spouse. Compassion means to interact with them, to love them deeply, profoundly, essentially, without any unadulterated, without any pneus, without any reason, without barter, to truly love, love that's unattached. And to love like that, and to have tremendous internal feeling for every single Jew. And that awakes in a compassion on God on you, that you should not squander your life, that you should live prosperity, that your children should go on the right path, that you should merit all the joys that you want. And that is the beginning of the essence of this parak. And that is what we are saying. And that is why we are going so deep into this idea of the 10 energies that are on in a person's face. Because a person has to understand, you wake up in the morning and your eyes are still closed, your intelligence starts to work, your chachma binadas, your wisdom, your understanding, your knowledge starts to work. Without that, we can't understand what the Balatanya is saying. Without that, we can't think about our day. Without that, we can't even meditate on the words of Moidani. But Moidani in its literal form, today's Yudshvat, the day that the Rebbe became Rebbe, the day that all of our lives were changed, the day that we were given the greatest gift in history, which is the love that the Rebbe has for every single Jew, unimaginable love to every single Jew, to put every Jew equal, the Rebbe taught us that his favorite prayer was Moidani. And the Rebbe used to say that the way your Moidani is, that's the way your day is going to go. Because that's your Rosh Hashanah of your day. So if you are profoundly aware that you need God's compassion, then you will wake up your own compassion on every single person. Then you will love truly and to to wake up compassion in another person means to be constantly aware that you need compassion from God. So to look at a person and see him as your own mirror. To see him as a, to see yourself as a funnel. A funnel of God's compassion on him. That if you rain your compassion down on your children, on your spouse, on a poor man, then you become a vehicle of compassion and God instantly rains his compassion through you. 
because you become a vehicle. You create plus and minus. You become a vehicle of awakening. Just like in electricity, you mix plus and minus together and the electricity is instant. So too, when you look at a poor man, you wake up your compassion in him, you instantly woke up God's compassion on you and it becomes a funnel, it becomes a pipe, it becomes a never-ending beacon and a flow. Like we learned in the past letter. And when you, it becomes a, a river, a never-ending tranquility, a never-ending peaceful, silent tranquility, which means that God's compassion is on you. And when you're in God's graces, when God is raining down on you, there's an intention on you and you have done it on your own. So true compassion means to look upwards, to realize that your nose is breathing from within and your breath will go all the way into your brain and then it will go throughout your whole body. Your soul permeates every aspect of your life from the highest, from your top, from your brain, all the way down to your feet. And in that space, your soul makes your whole body equal. And God wants you to treat the whole world the way your own soul is permeating your own body, the way he permeates you. He makes you equal. He doesn't look at you. He just restores you your soul to wake up in the morning that you should be a living, breathing person, not just a vegetable. God forbid a mineral who's sleeping. That sleep is a, is a, is a part of death. And this is what we are explaining, that man is made up of 10 energies. And the goal is, that God forbid, if you wake up in the morning and you're stuck in your intelligence, your eyes are closed, you can't get up, you just have your intelligence. And that's the tremendous mistake that people make, that they think they're intelligent. They sit and learn in coils, and they have tremendous intelligence, and they want to be worshipped for their intelligence, and they don't realize that, if God forbid... In your own intelligence, in your own petty intelligence, if your eyes were closed and your mouth was closed and your hands couldn't move and your feet couldn't move, you'd be so alone, you'd be in solitary confinement. What would the world have for your intelligence? You yourself, if your eyes are closed and you can't see, God forbid, you're missing out on everything. So then you allow yourself emotional intelligence. God gives you the gift of emotional intelligence. You open your eyes. You see the world with your heart of your eyes. And then you're able to talk to another person. You understand the gift of compassion that God has in you, that he doesn't just give you your brain, your intelligence. He opens your eyes, which is your emotional intelligence. And then he opens your mouth, which is the torso, which is the soif, the end of intelligence. So what's more important? Is it more important your chachma, your bina, your das, your intelligence when your eyes are closed? Or is your eyes and nose more important? Or are your cheeks and your brainstem in your mouth, which can allow you to talk to your friend more important. And the answer is, these are 10 energies that are made for each other. They're made up of man. 10 energies of the face. They make you up who you are. Can you break it up? Masculine, feminine, the right side of your face. My kachma is my, my own way on the right side of my head. My being, my, my gvur, my kesed is my right eye. My netzach is my, my right cheek. And then I have my yesoid and my malchus, my, my, my narrowing down all of my intelligence and my emotions. And I'm going to narrow it down and give it out to you through my mouth, which my mouth is accepting from my brainstem. Could God forbid anybody break up those energies? No, they were made for each other. And that's what the Oli Balatanya is saying over here. 
to understand this idea, the intelligence is for the compassion. It's for the heart. You understand when you wake up in the morning, you're not happy with your eyes being closed. You recognize that the purpose is that your eyes and your breathing is the purpose, which means the compassion to have a relationship with God and have a relationship with other people. People are giving you far more than you're giving them. And God is giving you far more than you're giving him. So rule number one is to be awakened, a compassion being, to realize that your heart and your eyes, do not run after your eyes and your heart, your selfish eye. Yes, you were given a self to know the creator of the world, to know your spouse, to know your children, to know them, to give them. Your eyes allows you to see that you're getting far more than you're giving. So your eyes is the beginning of your selfishness. But if you, God forbid, just stay in your brain with your eyes closed, without a heart, without emotional intelligence, without a self, if you don't have eyes and nose, if you're not a, if you're just laying in bed asleep or laying in bed just with the deep intelligence, it's nothing. So the purpose of all the intelligence is for the heart, which is the brain, which is the, which is the eyes and the nose. What is that heart? That heart is to have compassion on another person. You cannot create that heart in a laboratory. And we're not talking about a, a heart that runs loose, that loves all its passions. We all have that. We're talking about the surrender heart. We're talking about the heart that looks at the world with a glee, looks at the world with amazement, looks at the world with a tremendous enthusiasm, with tremendous compassion, because it realizes its creator. That is a heart. That is a life worth living. So we have Roish, Toik, and Soif. We have the head, which is the intelligence. Toik is the heart. Soif means my ability to give it further. So in my brain, it would mean my roish is my intelligence, which my eyes are closed. My, to- my toy is my heart, my small face, my zayar ampin, my eyes and my nose, which is the heart, my emotional intelligence. And the soif is my malchus. It's my thighs, which are the cheeks and the mouth, the, the brainstem and the mouth will, will give it forward to you. So which one's the most important? The answer is both the intelligence and both the mouth are protecting and holding and allowing to give the compassion forward. So the core of all of life is the compassion, is my heart, is my intelligence, is my eyes and my nose, the core of everything. What is the brain holding? What is the intelligence holding? It's holding my compassion. What is the soif? What is my malchus? What is my mouth going to give you? What am I giving you? I'm going to give you my compassion. So at the end of the day, it's two sides of a coin. It's two, it's two parts of the box. The box is the secret. It's holding something. It's holding a gem. It's holding a jewel. There's the top and the bottom. When you open it up, you get to the middle. The middle is the core. The core of my head, the core of my face. We say, what's the pnimius of the pnimius? What is the face of the face? What is the inner of the inner? That is my compassion. My compassion is my relationship with the creator, my relationship with you. The intelligence is to teach you that the purpose of the world is compassion. What is my soif? What is the reason I have hands and feet? What's the reason I have a mouth? What's my torso? That's the soif. That's the end of a person. The end is so I can reveal my compassion. So my compassion can permeate my whole body. So my heart can permeate its love through, I can love God with my whole entire, I could love, I could have tremendous avarabah, tremendous compassion to God. 
tremendous because I weigh compassion from God and then I I love everyone else. And in return, there's tremendous compassion from God and compassion is created where I have love to God and I am compassionate to everyone around me. And I am in touch with the core, the core of my heart. That is the secret what he wants to say in this letter. The goal of everything is to wake up compassion, to create a Jewish heart, the Yiddish heart, which is something entirely magical, to feel another Jew, to be sensitive. Where? How can that be created? In a laboratory? Well, that can only be created if there's tremendous meditation on the gift that God gave you back your life and that nothing is yours, not your intelligence and not your wealth. Nothing is yours. Tremendous, tremendous recognition. And to understand Yes, you may work hard in your b- business, but that hard work, you, do you know if it's going to be a shot or if you know, do you know if it's going to be a zman grama? Do you know the grace? Are you going to have grace? Are you going to have God's compassion or are you going to struggle through the decision now that you think you're going to make all this money? Is that good for you? You need to have special grace from God that everything should be in the most compassionate way that the things that you think are more good for you should really be good for you. And how do we create that compassion on ourselves? Only through waking up God's compassion. And how do we wake up God's compassion? By being compassionate to another person. Through you being compassionate, God compassionate on you. And that is the essence of what he wants to share in this letter. That there's an inner unity and an external unity. External unity means you just have compassion. You give to the poor man. It's already enough. But an internal unity means to realize that my intelligence is only for my heart and my torso is only for my heart. Everything is to get to compassion. So in that space, this inner working all the time, we were trying to unite with everybody. Compassion means to have a relationship with another person, to be able to give to another person, to constantly merit, to be able to get from the creator, to constantly merit, to have a relationship with God. To mimic God, to partner with God at the creation of the world. Every moment God's having compassion on you. To find that, to seek that out, to look to be just like God. Every moment God is giving in his kindness and his compassion to the world. So when you act like that, when you create a world that's compassionate. When you live like that, you are partnering with God. You are generating God's compassion. And that is the purpose of the world, to see how refined, how how much you could push yourself, how obsessive you could get with compassion. And the activity is the reward. If you do this like you, and you push yourself, the reward is unimaginable, it's undescribable, it's unspeakable. Because the relationship you will have to create with the world will be something that's unfathomable. And all the greatest people that were chosen, they were chosen only because they chose to go in the way of compassion. It wasn't foretold in advance. The story of the Holy Balshem of who he was in his previous Gilgul. This wasn't foretold in advance. This was generated on his own. A person could be the simplest person in the world. But if he makes me see the snappish, if he surrenders his soul for compassion, he instantly becomes a leader. He instantly becomes a partner with the divine. And that is the secret of this letter. That you merit something similar to prophecy when you pray. You will recognize that you need God. You will have a relationship with God. You won't squander your life because you will generate compassion on your own soul. And that is the secret of this letter, to have a zivig pnimi, 
to realize that ultimately speaking, all, even Chokmah bin Adas is all for compassion. Your intelligence is only for your eyes and your nose. And your eyes and for your nose are not to run loose. For you to have your nose to, God forbid, look down on another and have compassion on yourself. You have compassion on another, your eyes, your right and your left. Your judgment is made to be able to judge very deeply, to be able to give. Because you know deep down, you don't either deserve, but God will give you nonetheless. And through giving to those all around you that don't deserve, the imbalance is only for you. So you can have compassion on everyone else. Your spouse could have been perfect. And then what significance would you have? You would just be a mere receiver. And a real, a mere receiver. Does a real receiver just deserve from God? But only when we can activate our giving. So your spouse, there's an imbalance in certain areas in your life where you're a giver only to allow you to get from God, not to become haughty. So the soif in your life to end the actual physical activity in your life is only to give your compassion further to another person. The actual ability to give with your hands, the actual ability for you to communicate intelligence, the actual ability for you to give anything is your soif, is your physical, is your action. Thought, speech, and action. Thought, what am I supposed to think about? Think about compassion. What am I supposed to speak about? Speak about it. Speaking is the beginning of my heart, of being able to bring down my heart into this world. Your heart is only here for compassion, not to run loose with addiction. And what's the purpose of moidecha? What's the purpose of money? What's the purpose of activity? What's the purpose of physical? Only so I should cultivate the boy. I should be able to bring my heart deep into this world. That every single thing in the world should know that God made it. And that's only if we generate compassion throughout the whole world. We can only synchronize this whole world if we infuse the world with compassion. But there's a tremendous, enthusiastic compassion with this deep, profound, unattached love from one person to the other. But that can only happen if we generate compassion on our own soul, if we realize that nothing that we have do we deserve. That is the secret of the letter. We can have zivik katsoini. We can have this unity externally, which is wonderful. Or we could choose to, to re- realize that the whole purpose of the world is compassion. The dwelling place in this world means to have God's interaction, God's compassion rain down on us, that we can rain down compassion on everyone else, to do the whole Torah mitzvahs in a way of compassion. Rahman Ali Baboy, Kosov Rahmana, that realize that everything is God's compassion. God gave us Torah mitzvahs to connect with him. It's a compassion of God in us. And how much more so does that call out that we have to have Avas Chesed? We have to roidif, we have to run for compassion on another person. And when we do that internally, there's a zivid pnimi. We have woke, woke up to the truth of why we have 10 energies. That all the 10 energies are for one reason and one reason only. To connect with each other through compassion. Because what connects one energy to the next? It's the compassion. It's the unity. It's the purpose. Nothing could live in this isolation. My right eye needs my left eye. And they both need the nose. And the nose needs the cheeks and the mouth to give it further. Everything needs everything. And to realize that is the secret of this life, the mystery of this universe. To realize that we need God. And God wants us to be like Him. God gives us the compassion to raise us above, up, that we can be partners with him, which is the greatest compassion of an all. So we can either be mere receivers of his compassion or we can be partners with his compassion. Partners means avoid the setsudaka to work at it. Receivers is also a big idea. I receive, so I'll give. Or I can be a partner with him. I can realize that I'm giving all the time compassion. I become God's compassion in this world. I become his beacon. 
We, we work hand in hand. We work at it. It's avoided. It's a real work. It's a creative work, but it's redemptive. It has the ability to change lives. It has the ability to infuse the world with an inner vitality, an inner passion, an inner enthusiasm. It's not just mere compassion. Not just an act of charity, which is compassion, but it's the service. It's an act that's filled, infused. Everything is confused with the Rahmana, with the Liba boy, with the tremendous inflamed heart. And that's the void that Tzedakah is talking about in this letter. We have always two modes of consciousness, superficial, which is wonderful because it creates peace, or internal, which is never-ending and everlasting, which means changing people's lives, which means generating the Yudke Vodke, Shem generating the miraculous nature of God on ourselves and on everyone around us. And it's up to us. Where is that miraculous nature of God? It's wherever you let it in, wherever you generate it. How can I generate it? Through avoidance at Tzedakah, through working at it. Yes, it could come into your world superficially. My Tzedakah will be superficially. Or Istalek Yikro Bekutcha Bricho Bekula Albert. The whole point of Bosilegani, Yudshvat is, is that it should ascend, it should deeply come in to this world, deeply interact with you. If you deeply interact with another person, what are you experiencing that moment? You're experiencing God's compassion on you. You think it's your own compassion. It's God's compassion raining through your heart. And you become a vehicle. You could do it superficially. And it's wonderful. Or you could do it as or the Rus of the Liva, or the core of God's compassion could come deep within your heart. And then you are generating something divine. You're becoming a partner with God. And in that space, you and the other Jew, whoever it may be, your child, your spouse, are all becoming a partner with the divine. And the divine compassion is raining on all of you. And that is the luckiest thing in the world. That's the most magical thing in the world to choose that now. To have free choice to choose it now. To be true, free from confusion, free from my lusts, free from my, all my things. And to choose all, with all my money, with all my physical materiality, with all my soif, with all my body, to allow that to be a beacon, to allow that to be a temple. And an expression, an organ for my compassion, for the core of my heart, which is compassion, which generates compassion from God, which is the most miraculous thing, which is a never-ending, everlasting tranquility. But we have to choose it today. We have to resolve that this is the life we want, which is true wealth, which is the true testament to Moida'ani, which is the purpose of Yudshvat. And it is this idea that will unite all the Jewish people because the one thing that still remains the same Throughout the history, from Avraham Avinu till now, Chesed remains the same. My davening may be different. My tefillah may be different. How can I compete? How can I, how can I be the purpose? How can I usher in Yom Shikulay Shabbos? How can I bring in the Messianic era? My Seinu Vavigaseinu, how are we going to do it? And the answer is, we're going to bring the compassion into activity because we have all the money in the world. We have wealth. We have freedom like never before. But one thing we have that all the generations had, but we could do it better. And that is compassion. We can be sensitive to another person because we have nothing. We're not as spiritual. We're not as holy. We're not as gifted, but we can be sensitive to another person and we have the freedom to do it and the luxury to do it. So either we can be obsessed and anxious and running to our smartphones and running, keeping the office open from morning till night and running. We're doing things so much faster, but we never have a moment to breathe because we're running or we could be enthusiastic about compassion and we could see that each one of us could be Moses Montefiore or Rockefeller. Each one of us have the ability do unimaginable kindness because we have the luxury and the freedom. Can we tap into that? And when we tap into that, we generate a tremendous inter-inclusion between all of Talia's because the sympathetic, empathetic 
highly in tuned, highly in frequency heart allows all the Jewish people to connect one with the other. And it's a few people that will push at it, that will awake the miracle of true emotional intelligence, true heartfelt sensitivity where all the Jewish people will realize that they're all one. They're all one big symphony and a heart that could feel 15 million hearts is a heart with the presence of Hashem, the Rachamim of Hashem, the Kabashoy for God, the real Rosh Hashanah, the Yoim, the Yoim Agula, the day when Mashiach is going to come, all 15 million hearts in synchronization will sing out Shema Yisrael because there will be a unity, there will be a Oz Yashir that's far beyond the Oz Yashir of Kriyas Yamsov because all Jewish people will operate in synchrony in this whole messianic era, that is the whole purpose of life, to refine our hearts to such an extent where the compassion of God is dwelling in all of us, that we love each other unconditionally. And it's only through pushing yourself that we generate that. And it's our generation, because we don't have the intelligence like previous generation, because we don't hold ourselves so tremendously different than each other, that we're able to refine and generate and ask God to allow us to have this compassion. And that is the true bracha. Every time we mention compassion in tefillah, we are asking God, allow us to be compassionate like you're compassionate in us. And it's through activity that starts it. If you just give charity, that alone brings the compassion from God and keep on pushing at it. And eventually the intelligence, the emotional intelligence will wake up to the core of your heart and God's compassion will rain on you that you will be living in the messianic era and you will usher in the messianic era. And that was the call of the Lubavitcher Rebbe we where every single moment he put in a coin into charity, where every moment of his life, whatever activity he did, he got into a car, he gave charity, he got dressed, he gave charity, he ate breakfast, he gave charity, he said, tell him, he said, gave charity. Every moment he was giving charity because charity wakes up God's compassion. To constantly be in a state that whatever I'm doing, I want to give to another person. I'm not getting dressed for myself. I'm not doing anything for myself. And it sounds obsessive, but it is obsessive. And through that obsession, you become a partner with the divine. That's the most magical thing in the world, to adopt a life like this. That's a life worth living. The reward is magical, but it's undefinable. It's indescribable. It's never ending. How can someone describe it to you? How can we talk about infinity? How can we talk about God's presence? What does it mean? What does that mean? That the Shekhinah will dwell in you. Can any of us describe it? We have to practice it. We have to do it in practice first and then we have to do it with enthusiasm and keep on asking God for compassion to be able to do it because that is the purpose of the world and that will usher in the messianic era. That is the purpose of Basi Lagani. That is the purpose of the whole Yud Shvat. The whole idea that the Rebbe wanted is that all Jews should love each other unconditionally, transcend labels, transcend names, that we are Bnei Yisrael, we are one nation of compassion. Yisrael means compassion. Yaakov means compassion. Because he intertwined and interincluded his father and his grandfather, Abraham and Yitzchak. And that is the purpose of life, to create a compassionate nation. Because then the Shekinah will reign on us. And that will usher in the Messianic era. And then we will see a never-ending and everlasting compassion from God.